The Chet Topic Podcast Network. Prepare to be amazed. Prepare to laugh. Prepare to be offended. Go f*** yourself. But most of all, prepare to be entertained. Chet Kopic, Jeff Pinkus. This is Unscripted and In Your Face. Uh, welcome once again along with my tag team partner, the uh, indomitable Jeff Pinkus, mm-hmm. known as uh, Big Pink in the Trade Duo. Uh, unscripted and In Your Face, oh. the only program that carries the official endorsement of both Todd Strozier and Lady Gaga. <laughs> We are brought to you by our great friends at uh, American Taxi, oh. my good friend uh, John Coyne, and the great people at American Taxi, Chicago's premier suburban taxi service. Panker, as you know. Can I say something? Yeah. I sure. want to interrupt you for a second. I got Absolutely. to thank God for American Taxi. The other night, I was a little overserved, okay, at a bar, and uh, I was in the city. And on offense to the Chicago cab, the cab drivers, I'm not real big on them. I find I, a lot of offense. I with call, Chicago okay, cab drivers. okay. If, <laughs> so I knew you would. So I called American Taxi. Thank God for those guys. I couldn't even speak. I, I couldn't even. I, I had a few too many, but they are a great designated driver. That's that's the operative phraseology. They what are American they are taxi, the designated driver. If you're at a party, if you're at an event, whatever the case may be, do you want a DUI on your record? The Not answer the pinker. is no. Let American Taxi be your designated driver, Absolutely. providing you with comfort, unmatched efficiency. American Taxi and English about. All right, we're not going there. We're not going there because we have important things to talk about. First of all, I think we should bring this to the table that uh, Bullwinkle, (laughs) a.k.a. Tony Preckwinkle, Bullwinkle who did not answer my Facebook response, uh, you know, she became a friend of mine on Facebook. Bullwinkle did? Bullwinkle did. And I asked her, what are your thoughts about casino gambling in Chicago? What did she say, Rocky? And she didn't respond. Why not? So I'm not going to vote for for Bullwinkle in the... uh, uh, in the general election, because she's already got me ticked off. But I, like I think, you know, what we have to do right now is we have to find a job for Todd Strozier and the 44 relatives he had on the payroll as president of the Cook County Board. You know, poor Todd Strozier. They're going to be repossessing his house. He's got to lean on his house from the IRS. It's He's such a putz. He, he's, first of all, he, he came through. He said that Bullwinkle, I don't know if you heard this, he said Bullwinkle was a racist because she married a white guy. Okay, <laughs> just he's, he's he's awesome. He pulled out every stop, every sh- stop he could. He then started up with the molesting deal. Remember, there's something yeah. that he that, that I mean, he's just people finally, finally in this great city of Chicago. I mean, really, with all the corruption and crap, finally they threw him out. Well, they 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 threw him out, and you know, uh, you know who I was actually glad to see lose. And I shouldn't be mean spirited, but I'm no, going to be mean spirited. Go ahead, who? I don't like nepotism. I don't like pure nepotism. Andy McKenna Jr., mm-hmm. who ran, you know, as a Republican to be our governor, as this great fiscal conservative who was going to yeah. save our state from, uh, you know, Avatar. Which, by the way, I'm so freaking sick of hearing about Avatar. It's coming out of every pore in my body. But I'm not seeing that. Movie. Uh, now, now Andy can go back to his regular what is, job. What is daddy? Which is counting his father's money. Yeah, and that just goes to show you where it, it's somewhat refreshing because he had more money than God that he threw into this, and he still lost. So it's not always about the dough. Most of the time it is, but it's not one, always about uh, the dough. One one television program I caught uh, last night mm-hmm. said that uh, given the dollars spent by uh, McKenna, which included, uh, by the way, a two point eight million dollar loan. From his wife. Now, explain that one. 
I think that there might have been some juggling of funds no, here and there of to, course to, to appropriate that loan. Mm-hmm. That's just Pinker and Copic being investigated for the benefit of you people. <laughs> McKenna <laughs> spent us McKen- and Dave Savini on the case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hardy boys. <laughs> Pinker, I can't find <laughs> I can't find my wind up doll. <laughs> Call Chet Morton. Or Pam Zeckman and the Pinker and Chet Copic. Pam Zeckman, makeover. <laughs> Oh, come on, Pim Zekman. Back to you, Walter. How do those guys keep a straight face looking at that dog? Uh, you know what? She's so you ugly. You know what? Zekman, the thing about Zekman is... So ugly. She, yeah, I know. Bill and, and you know Walter. What? I, mean, I mean, heaven forbid the person who has to endure her waking up in the morning, because if she looks that bad at 10 o'clock at night, God only knows what the hell she looks like at 5.30 in the morning. But she is a bulldog. She is a freaking... She is. She's got the mentality of Brian Urlacher. She does. Who's tougher, her or Chuck Gowdy? Oh, I think, you know... Chuck Gowdy's Damn, pretty tough. You know what, Gowdy, Gowdy's, mm. Gowdy's a bad... He's a badass. A badass. Bad He's he a really badass, okay. Yeah, so... All right, so anyway... But, now. you know, one, one game, winner take all, uh, in the all-badass, uh, you know, behind-the-scenes uh, repertorial derby, mm-hmm. i, I got to go with Zekman. One game, winner take all. Pam Zekman. She, I, don't, I haven't seen her around, but they keep her off the TV a little bit. She hasn't been on there much. Well, you know what? Uh, that's that's only because television hasn't recognized uh, the genius that we bring to the table. Of course. Hey, not. by the way, did yeah, I tell you sure. that? Uh, no. I, I watched. I watched the Hurt Locker again. Ah. Oh. And folks, as much eat. as I love, and the, you know that from day one, I was on the Jeff Bridges bandwagon. Right. For Crazy Heart. Right. I am now torn, mm-hmm. and I, you know, being a member of the Screen Actors Guild, we went through all that nonsense last week. And by the way, George Clooney called me to to, to ask me uh, mm-hmm. which way I, I was going to vote mm-hmm. in the Screen Actors Guild award. Lesbian. That's, that's uh, uh, George Clooney who runs the uh, mm-hmm. Motel Six in Terre Haute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I am now torn. I I'm not really sure if the best actor, best actor category. If I had to vote, what's, it, what's his name? If I was going to vote locker. for the actors, I don't know his name. Jeremy Bloom. Okay, Jeremy Bloom. Hey, he one, one of my people. Incredible. Great, folks. If you haven't would, rented, would you tell it? me how he? I mean, he pulled off the role of a of a cocky yet very insecure yes hillbilly with absolutely no fear whatsoever because he realizes he's going back to something he hates. Once he leaves Iraq. Yeah, his wife and kid. He, his wife and his kid. <laughs> it's which, which really you know that bad. <laughs> he, so, I, I went back and looked at that movie again, and I said, you know what? This son of a buck, this is ingenious. So is that the lesson? Iraq versus your wife and kid. Iraq, yes. <laughs> I mean, nice. Here, here's nice. our contest. 50 words or less. Where would you rather be? In Iraq or with your wife? The winner gets the winner gets a ticket to join Pinker and I on the Man Show. Yeah, on Sundays at five. Now the or, or, or originating live from the Club Amori, where you just never know who's going to walk in on the first Sunday of every month. Now that you know, living in Iraq and the North Shore is one of the same thing. If you're Jewish, I'm taking that right now. I I can say it. I am. Hold so. on. I went to New Trier. I went to New Trier. There's a lot of Gentiles that went and, there. East, you well, went to, not yeah, west. I, I went east. to New Trier. That's different. I went to New Trier East. Mm-hmm. My best friend was Steve Culp. Hello. Any relation to Robert? Uh, my other best friend, Alan Weintraub. Hello. Is this the Alan Weintraub that we know? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you went to high school with him. Yeah. Cracker Jack know. sales guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very yeah. successful mm-hmm. uh, entrepreneur. The surprise in every man. box. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. You know what? 
you know what, Pinker, you're really getting on my nerves today. <laughs> we haven't done this damn thing for five minutes, and you already got. I'm not allowed off. to have a good time with you. What's the problem? Speaking of movies, here's something. I saw this. This is great on Facebook. This is great about Facebook. Cisco Cotto, who's at the Big 89 WLS, mm-hmm. he, he sent this on Facebook. You guys should check it out. It's pretty funny. This morning on Channel 9, Dean Richards um, interviewed Oh, Mel, Dean Richards got taken to town by... Uh, Mel Gibson? By Mel Gibson. But here's what was great about it. I like Dean Richards. So do I. It's not, it's not so much taken to town. He said to him, our people basically are going to like look past what you did four years ago. And Mel, Mel would get really pissed. He was like... Uh, well, what, it, 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 to simplify, they're talking about Mel Gibson co- producing and bankrolling the film with Jim Caviezel. Well, he had to. Because no 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 talking about Mel Gibson being being anti-Semitical and getting drunk and well, talking it, about it, Jews it, it, and everything. It's, it's about making a brilliant film with with Jim Caviezel. No, that's not what it was. It was about him getting hammered. Remember, he got drunk four years ago and he got out and he was like, "Ah, these freaking Jews." I mean, no, but I mean, but I mean, even prior to that, I yes, mean, you know, yes, yes, the, the, the Jewish population could not stand right, that. That's thing. true. But anyway, he and he added to the fire by by making a lot of anti-Semitical remarks. Right? All right, but here's my so this is more word anti-Semitical. It's the pinker pinker term, anti-Semitical. So th- this morning, uh, D- Dean Richards had Mel Gibson on, interviewing him like, can people get past it? Because this is the first film he's made in four years. He only has nine kids, blew off his wife, had a you know love child like John Edwards with some Russian chick, whatever. So Mel got really pissed. He's like, he calls him dude. I love when guys, 65 years old, he goes, hey dude, can we get past it? But what they didn't do was they didn't. They, they must have they probably cut it off at Channel Nine. But at the end of the interview, you saw Mel Gibson said, "Dead asshole." I mean, it was perfect. I mean, Mel Gibson's calling Dean Richards an asshole, but you know, they they must have they uh, Cisco got the non-cut version. I'm sure they cut off a Channel Nine because yeah, I thought it was a good question. He goes, "What do you mean I got past?" They say a lot of a lot of your fans might not got past it. There's a lot of people out there that you offended. I just thought that you talk about movies that was interesting, and I don't know how in the hell he got this movie. Really, 85, 80% of Hollywood, and I'm not saying it because I'm, as of the Jewish faith, I mean, he really, really upset a lot of people out there, unless he bankrolled this newest film. I know he's coming out with one, I don't know the name of it. It's coming out tomorrow. It's, it looks like a, it looks like a very cheesy formula action film where you're, 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 you're taking Mel's old character with Danny Glover and you're just kind of resurrecting his Another, another winner, Danny it's, it's Glover. Him films. and Chavez should get to get, get, get a, uh, you know, hey, all those six together. Danny Glover, Danny Glover is one of those great second banana guys. Yeah, he's great. Like, no. uh, okay, I was just saying, right, like, you know, like we, I am. We should, we should talk about the Bears. Here are headlines you can look forward to. I like Mike March. Why Chicago Bears. Mike well, Marks? here we go. Here we go. First of all, he was good at St. Mike Louis. Mike March's Mark ego is as big as Willis Tower. Okay, now I don't know Which that. is always going to be you, you know, serious You know him? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I do. Sorry, Judge. Here are, here are headlines you can look forward to with the Chicago Bears. I can't wait. August 15th. March concerned about Bears pass offense. <laughs> First week of the season. Hester admits confusion about playbook. <laughs> week four. March colon. Cutler must make better throws. Do you th- one one year from today. Angry March departs Bears. You think? He'll be yeah. on here? Yes. Because Lovey will be gone too. Because they're going to be crummy next year. Yeah. You don't think they brought in March to replace Lovey? No. 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 Okay. Absolutely not. Mar- March... March is uh, March is a weird scientist who is best who is best kept in a, a certain kind of role. You you let him run the you let him run the whole ship, even though you know hey 
He did. He did a good. He had a good run in St. Louis. He had a hell of a run in St. Louis. And then what? Then he went to Detroit, I think, and then San Francisco. San is that right? Francisco, and he his stock has kind of bottomed out mm-hmm. along the way. He's the kind of guy that you should put him in a closet and have him deliver the uh, his ideas underneath the crack of the door. Is is the kind of guy Martz is, from what I understand. He's tough to deal with. Well, he's a challenge to deal with, and uh, you know, Sean Jensen. There is a hot new writer in town right now. For the Sun Times, Sean Jensen. Sean Jensen came in from uh, Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. He's down covering the Super Bowl right now for Chris DeLuca, their sports editor. This guy, Pinker. Good. This guy is going to be Chicago sports journalism's Sean Jensen, next superstar. Great. He was talking to Marshall Falk. He was talking to Marshall Falk. What did Marshall have who to say? Who was the only running back in history to rush for twelve thousand yards and have six thousand receiving yards? And Falk said, in a round, just to, to summarize, to capsulize, mm-hmm. if you will. To capsulize, uh, uh, let me say this about that. <laughs> you, I got something else to bring up. What was your English muffin today? I got something. Well, else I know, to bring but up. finish your statement. Uh, he said that he believes Cutler and and Martz will probably go at each other. Oh, that would be great. The only excitement well, makes sure we're going to get. Well, because it goes back to the psychological point I've always made about Chicago Bear fans. That as much as people in this town want the Bears to win, mm-hmm. and it's okay, it's a Cubs town, it's a White Sox town. Bulls Town, Blackhawks Town, Great Sports City. Ultimately, the conscience of this town is the Chicago Bears. Why? Because nobody bets. Nobody bets on the White Sox or the Cubs. They don't bet or the Cubs. baseball nobody, no, nobody or bet. hockey. You and don't bet hockey. People, you know, a certain handful of people, you know, bet the NBA. I and mean, if you're a if you're a real degenerate, you bet the NBA. But everybody, in one form or another, bets pro football. Correct. Or you're involved in fantasy. That's why I've always maintained that, in a perverse kind of way, this town likes it better mm-hmm. when the Bears are losing because Dan, it's a Dan way to bet. You think so too, Dan? Now, why? That's interesting. No, Dan is just shaking his head because he wants to know if he can go toy-toy. <laughs> he can go toy-toy. But why? Get the cup out. But why? Why? Because why? I, I think I think it goes back. You think back. we like Misery it, Loves Company? It, it goes back It goes back to, to the Hallis years where he was darn near as big as Mayor Daly in this mm-hmm. town. Uh, nobody likes the McCaskies. Hates the McCaskies. Um, Who likes the McCaskies? I mean, the old to, to this day, say, nobody, nobody, will, nobody will ever forgive Michael McCaskey for, for firing Mike Ditka. So I, I maintain that there is there there is very quietly people don't even know this they, they they go to games and they're cheering and they don't even know it that when the Bears do get licked why 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 do they go on sports talk shows and and you know they've got they got to go home and worry about their kid mm-hmm. who's uh, who's failing driver's ed right uh, they got to worry about making the mortgage payment. they don't sleep for this night they, and and they don't sleep and over a game but, you know but very quietly. They like it when the Bears lose because, in a perverse way, they see the McCaskies as this monolithic collection of people who don't know a damn thing about football. So screw so them, they they're lost. Quite, bingo. Yeah. Screw them, they lost. Okay, thank you. So somehow, somehow, my life is now is now better. It's like a soap opera. Mm-hmm. So, so tell me, is and we're going to have to well, maybe how many how much we any time left? I can't read from there. I don't want we listen. We go as long as we want to go. I know. I just want to. I just wanted to say. I don't want to. You know, you're Mister. Since when? Uh, since when did you? Since when did you? You know, uh, uh, fashion conscious wizard that you are. I see you're wearing something unusual today, Pinker. Black. <laughs> I got gray on too. You here's what I don't get about. I know it. This this is a swell gray shirt. My only question is this. Uh, yeah. Is the sale still going on at Sports Authority? No. <laughs> Target. Yes. <laughs> Coles. <laughs> no. <laughs> now here's what I don't get about you. I really mean this. Today you look good for a change. When you were 17 pounds, let me don't tell me to go scratch off yet. Hang on, we can't finish. When I 
when you were 17 pounds heavier, you'd wear the sweaters that make you look like another 17 pounds heavier. Yeah. Now you lost 17 pounds, and you wear black that makes you look 17 pounds lighter. I can't figure you out. To me, when you're 17 pounds heavier... Well, you know, ever, listen, talk to my ex-wife. You should wear... Because she had me down to a science. Oh, she, she must have, because I certainly don't. You know, I'll tell you something. You know... When, when, when you get married, here is a recommendation. From you, don't take when any you, of this. Anybody who ever gets married, mm-hmm. my wife and I made one critical mistake on our wedding night. We <laughs> got sex. married. We got married by a priest <laughs> who had four visible tattoos. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. And Pinker. Pinker. <laughs> now, you think this wasn't funny? Come on. It's up Are in Milwaukee. Serious? It's up in Milwaukee in this nice little, you know, Hotel atmosphere. Lord. I, I, I wanted a blowout, spectacular, you know, New wedding. Year's Eve and mm-hmm. Times Square kind of wedding. I thought, you know, hey, let's let's get everybody who can't ripped. stand me to have to to have to register at uh, That'd be great. at Marshall Fields. Who can't like yards. you? Well, uh, oh, you got to stand in line. Mm-hmm. I have. Uh, <laughs> beginning with Anthony A. Ardvark or Aaron A. Ardvark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that doesn't like me. Um, we should be through the seas by you know four mm-hmm. o'clock. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, this I, I don't want to say this priest was, uh, shall we say, oh, kind of a, a third-tier priest. But the moment we got done <laughs> What gave ceremony, you a clue? The four t- I'm, t- I'm, tattoos. I'm, well, after I saw the four tattoos, one of which I, th- I think said, uh, uh, born to raise hell. He was covering up the needle marks. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he was doing. He walked up to me. Was there a little child in sight by hand? He said, uh, he said uh, Mr. Chopak. <laughs> At which point I knew this guy was really into what he was doing. Who, who hired him? Your wife? Your my, father-in-law? My, my, my wife's dysfunctional brother-in-law, who somehow wound up running the Teamsters in Milwaukee. Oh, this is good. Well, it's perfect. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Remember me? Do you remember Matt Damon and Rounders? He's sure. like Teddy KGB. He's the one guy at the table you don't want to screw around with. I think my 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 former brother-in-law Frank arranged for the priest, but after the priest walked up and said, "Mister Mister Chope." Mr. Chopik. Mr. Chopik, uh, may, may I get my fee? You know what I had to pay him? And he wanted cash. A hundred bucks, 150 bucks. 35 bucks. Okay, that's not bad. That's, that's At which point I'm convinced he went to a bowling alley, rolled three lines, then got drunk. Or maybe he got another tattoo. <laughs> Boy, you really, you really are a classy guy. I'm so glad I do podcasts with you. All right, before we get out of here, tell me the, um, the, the, uh, the pick for Sunday, Mr. Coppick. All right. Uh, now, I'm, I'm doing this only for point spread players because the okay. reality of the game is not who wins or loses, but where you place your money to maximize your uh In your, your opinion, value. though, who do you think is going to win? I like New Orleans plus five and a half points and the under. The under at 56 and a half points. Is that what it is? 56 and a half? 56. Under? That's eight touchdowns. Now, granted, you got you got two aerial wizards. Yeah. you got the greatest quarterback of this era, Peyton Manning against a guy who's magnificent in Drew Brees, but I'm telling you, take the advice of Copic. Okay. This is my, this is our combo. This is our combo. Copic Pinker, uh, Super Bowl play of the month. Do you care about who wins? I mean, I'm going for no, New Orleans. No. I, okay. I, well, yeah, I, sentimentally, I was born in New Orleans. Which probably That's that explains everything. everything. That explains bourbon, everything. Bur- Jack Bourbon Street Copic. And, now I understand. I was also a breach baby. Now we have everything. Oh. <laughs> you, that's right. You talk right out of Levy your is ass. Still I'll going, tell you that. Levy is still going. May I go toy toy? <laughs> All right, all right, folks. Thanks so much for for listening. All right, we're going to join you again on uh, Sunday on Sunday with an all new. Uh, Unscripted and in your face brought to you by my good friends at American Taxi. And once again, 
Listen, if you're listening to this right now and you're going to go out and party, take the advice of Copic and Pink. If you get overserved, to break it down to layman's language, if you've got a snootful, you're loaded, and you're out in the suburbs, you call American Taxi and let them be your designated driver. You know what? It might save a life. It might be your life. Nobody wants the DUI on their scorecard. And nobody beats the quality and the service of American Taxi. So help me, Big Pink. All right. See you. Thanks for for, 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 for listening. So long, everybody. And uh, later on, uh, once again, uh, this show carries the official endorsement of both Lady Gaga and Todd Strozier. <laughs> <laughs>